Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Have a comment about today's show? Visit RoyGreenShow.com. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. On tomorrow's show, that horrific hit-and-run situation in uh, Calgary, and we'll be talking to a second member of the U.S. Electoral College about this whole story now that's developing. Supposedly, the Russians were involved in helping Donald Trump win the uh, election. Is that going to cause anybody in the Electoral College to shift their vote? We'll talk to a member of the Electoral College tomorrow, and we'll uh, ask him questions of you. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com on the issue of Brad Wall versus Justin Trudeau. Whose side are you taking? And of this obvious battle that's developing, uh, just a couple of emails here quickly before we go to your calls again. Rocky writes, I'm on Bradwall's side. The carbon tax is riddled with fraud in other jurisdictions. How much carbon can Canada produce compared to China or India who do not care? By the way, I'm taking the emails in descending order. I'm not choosing the ones that are on uh, Mr. Wall's side. I'm just taking them in descending order. Just reading them actually for the first time here from Pat uh, we're with Brad Wall. This is just another money grab from the people, and we can't afford it. The end result is the government and their special interest friends will be richer, and we will be poorer, and there'll be no difference in the impact of carbon. And James, in Calgary, I do not support fraud. I support anyone against the UN IPCC fraud of global warming like Brad Wall. So that's how they're coming in Um in the ways of emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Let me play a couple of clips, brief clips from Mr. Wall and Justin Trudeau from last night. Not everybody saw the news conference. I think this was probably in a Q&A after the actual news conference. Have a listen to this clip from Premier Wall. And we've been rushing towards this day ever since without the benefit of due diligence, without an impact assessment, so we can look Canadians in the eye and say, this is what it'll do to your job, by the way, if you work in agriculture, mining, or energy, or other trade-exposed industries. We're doing it without the benefit of, of the study that'll say, and this is what it'll do to your household budget. We will not be signing this framework today for those and other reasons. And here's another clip from the Premier. So there will be a, uh, an imbalance in competitiveness within the country. Because uh, the size and the number of emitters you have in central Canada allow them to do a cap-and-trade plan, and that, will make, and that will ensure that carbon has a much, much lower price in central Canada than it does in western Canada. And I think provinces that are, have a carbon tax right now are going to have, I think they're going to have a problem with that. And the Prime Minister of Canada had this to say. We are telling Canadians and the world that a clean environment and a strong economy go hand in hand. And now we get to prove it. All right. Uh, well, since we're talking about Saskatchewan and Premier Wall, let's talk to Elaine in Spring Valley, Saskatchewan. Elaine, whose side are you on? Your premiers or the prime minister? Oh, Roy, thank you for doing the show. And uh, always a good show. Thank you. Oh, I'm so proud of Brad Wall and so grateful uh, that we have him as our premier, someone who will say what he means and mean what he says and go by his word and not be bullied. And, you know, I'm just, uh, I have many relatives in, in Ontario, and I am just so sick, heartsick, to think of what a, you know, a huge power-producing province that has been with hydro, a natural, natural blessing that they have. And they're, they're having people who are having to sit around in their homes 
in snowsuits and stuff, skidoo suits. That's insane. Yeah. But Premier Wynne and the Liberals have to pay... Okay, Elaine, I'm, st- I'm just going, I'm, we're just talking about Mr. Wall and Mr. Trudeau with limited time here, so clearly you're staying with your premier, you don't hear anything from, from, uh, from the Prime Minister of Canada that you find persuasive on this file. No, and you know what, someone I'm terribly disappointed in is Ralph Goodale, who is one of the puppet masters for Mr. Trudeau. Right. He is a Saskatchewan man, he's the only Saskatchewan Liberal voted in here time after yeah. time. Okay, my dear. He should resign in disgrace. Oh, thank you. Strong words from Elaine in Spring Valley, Saskatchewan. Let's go one province to the west and talk to uh, Dave in Alberta. Dave, is it the Premier of Saskatchewan or the Prime Minister of Canada whose side you're taking? Hey, Roy, 100% behind uh, Brad Wall. I just kind of wish that we had him here in Alberta. We're getting screwed over here. I'm a farmer and an oil field operator out here, and uh, yeah, we just need somebody like Brad to come in here. What's happened to you and your personal economy under the stewardship of the Notley government, keeping in mind that they're not responsible for the drop in oil prices globally, but they are responsible for managing the affairs of the people of Alberta. What's been your reality? Oh, for damn sure they are. And it's like, it's one thing after another. The first thing was that farm bill, safety bill there. It really nailed the farmers. Bill six. uh, Bill six. That's what it is. Yeah. And just screwed us over. Don't listen. She's a good speaker, but she don't listen to what you anybody's got to say. And uh, then on the oil field side of thing, there's just scaring the investment away. I think from Alberta. Yeah, and you guys are still making major transfer payments to Ontario and Quebec. Yeah, they don't stop. They like to take our money down there, but don't get much back in return. No, and frankly, you know, let's call it the way it is. The Prime Minister of Canada, the current Prime Minister of Canada, sneers down his nose at Alberta. Oh, big time. Yeah, he's. That guy, I can't even hardly listen to him talk. He just drives me nuts. Thank you for the call, Dave, in Alberta. Kathy sent this email earlier today. I just watched part of yesterday's press conference at the end of the climate policy meeting where Brad Wall laid out his concerns about Canada's competitiveness with other countries and especially the states. He made a number of good points, especially that there'll be changes under the Trump administration. That is a reality. The Prime Minister's response was that Canada would make its own policy. Okay, that's true. But the fact is that if we have policies and taxes and costs in place that make us uncompetitive, our economy will suffer. Businesses will close or move somewhere else where they are have a fair chance of succeeding. Canadians will be forced to choose between eating and heating their homes, as they're starting to do in Ontario. But our Prime Minister will be able to say that he set the Canadian policy. I listen to your show every week, and I agree with your thoughts on the anger that people are feeling about the political left, their policies and the political correctness, and that they're always trying to force upon us. Uh, the email goes on. I may have an opportunity to read it in more detail tomorrow. But, um, now, I don't want to say any more. I want to get some more calls on. Because we're going to be speaking to the German surgeon who did the nano knife pancreatic surgery for three Canadians I know of. And uh, they couldn't get that surgery in Canada. In Pickering, Ontario, David. David, thank you for the call, sir. Go ahead, please. Well, Roy, this whole thing is uh, ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. But, you know, after we've seen the Liberal government here in Ontario, making sense isn't high on their priority list. I'll tell you what worries me the most. Are they signing any contracts long-term with any other jurisdictions like California, whoever? Quebecers. 
that's going to make Quebec, and, Quebec and Ontario. Quebec and Ontario and the federal government, I believe. Right, but are they signing uh, contracts with others, too, that it's going to make it difficult for us to reverse this in the future? Well, we know that the prime minister has signed on to the U.N. Climate uh, Accord and is going to deliver $2.6 billion, David. So, you know, there's a, a, at least a hint for you. Now, I guess you I guess you guys over there in the studio think I should know what provinces all these communities are in, right? My goodness. They're testing my geographical knowledge of Canada. You got to ask people where they are so that so that I'm not embarrassed. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. Here's Perry in Oglery. Are you in Alberta? No, I'm in Saskatchewan. Darn, I knew it. And I I'm just having fun. And I want to point out one real, well, a couple real obvious things about carbon taxes. Wherever they've been implemented, they haven't cut, they don't cut, reduce any carbon. And the other thing is, if you're going to sign up with a deal and they haven't done an environmental study and impact and uh, a financial study and impact, basically you're signing a blank piece of paper. Well, you know, it's interesting though, and I mentioned this a little while ago. Um, Perry, the uh, the Premier Wall is asking the Prime Minister, calling on the Prime Minister, to release an unredacted version of a secret memo which was prepared for the Finance Minister. And uh, from what is understood, that memo says that carbon pricing would, quote, cascade throughout the economy and prices would increase most for goods that make intensive use of carbon-based energy. So that's just about everything we use. So that speaks volumes to what it appears the Prime Minister of Canada is trying to withhold from the Canadian people. Yeah. So how responsible are these premiers assigned? Sign, like I say, you know, somewhat a blank piece of paper. Well, my friend, you'll make the decision on that. Perry and Ogler, Saskatchewan, that's it for now on Wall versus Trudeau. A great deal more to come. And by the way, we didn't screen anybody. We didn't ask our... Our callers, whose side they were on, we were taking the calls as they came. When we come back, we'll go to Germany and we'll speak to the surgeon who conducted the pancreatic IRE nanoknife surgeries on three Canadians I know of, which they couldn't receive in this country. Mayor Hector McMillan, um, Dwayne Eckert, Saskatchewan, and then the third gentleman is uh, a resident of Ottawa who sent me an email, but I, I don't have his permission to use his name. I haven't asked. So we'll talk to uh, Matthias Bert, the surgeon, when we come back.